Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest podcast. And this one will address pancreatic imaging, focusing particularly um, not so much on diagnosing pancreatic cancer or pancreatitis, but on the optimal techniques in selecting the phase of acquisition. First, let me just say that I was in Oslo, Norway last week, speaking for GE Healthcare, and uh, it was a very nice meeting, gave a bunch of talks in Oslo, walked around Oslo, a very, very pretty city, but uh, on my last talk, I spoke about globalization. You know what globalization is? When you walk out of your hotel, past the university in Oslo, and out of the next 30 stores, three are McDonald's, three are Burger King, two are TGIFs and the rest are Kentucky Fried Chicken. So America has truly exported our best stuff to Europe. So anyway, in saying that, uh, now I guess the only thing I noticed was that uh, McDonald's wasn't selling salmon burgers, so there is uh, some uh, caution in those countries. Anyway, let me speak to you about pancreatic imaging. When we do the pancreas, surely rule out pancreatic mass or staging pancreatic cancer, we always do dual-phase imaging. When we evaluate patients for suspected complications of pancreatitis, particularly when one is considering vascular complications, we also do dual-phase imaging. So the question often is, why is it that we do our dual-phase imaging, and particularly why is it that we do arterial-phase imaging? If you look at the pancreatic gland, and indeed, if you were worrying about an islet cell tumor, specifically an insulinoma, then surely the arterial phase imaging is critical. Arterial phase will be the only phase potentially to show insulinomas, which are typically one centimeter lesions, very vascular, but become isodense very quickly. Often they have no mass effect. So it's a very, very important phase and maybe the only phase. In fact, when I do insulinomas, I will get two arterial phases, an earlier one at around 20 seconds and a bit later at about 35 seconds to really optimize detection. And with this technique, you're probably 95% accurate for detecting insulinomas. Remember, in the past, CT's accuracy was probably 30 to 50%. But if you get past these islet cell tumors, what is the arterial phase good for? Well, it's good for looking at aneurysms or pseudoaneurysms, and that's in pancreatitis or active bleeding in pancreatitis. And in terms of pancreatic cancer, it's the key phase for looking at arterial structures like the celiac and SMA. In terms of detecting pancreatic masses, it's not that good, of course, because the gland is not yet enhancing. And in terms of looking for liver mets, from adenocarcinoma, it's not very good because those mets are hypovascular and you're not going to see them. Again, with insulinomas or other islet cell tumors, the arterial phase is critical for liver metastasis, which are very vascular and can become isodense very quickly. In terms of venous phase imaging, that's kind of simple. Adenocarcinoma is best seen in venous phase. It's easier to evaluate the pancreatic duct and common duct in venous phase. It's easy and the only phase for looking at portal vein and SMV, looking for invasion or narrowing, both in carcinoma as well as complications due to pancreatitis. So I would say no one would disagree with that 60-second or so venous phase acquisition. Uh, that's the phase where, as mentioned, the difference between pancreatic masses and normal glandular tissue is probably 50 Hounsfield units. So it's really the critical place to be when you're looking for pancreatic tumors. In terms of pancreatitis, Areas of necrosis can be seen well on arterial phase, but I think on the venous phase, you really do differentiate between areas of normal enhancement and necrosis very nicely. In saying then uh, that's the case, it's important to recognize when people do write articles, and I've seen a number of recent articles questioning the use of arterial phase imaging in pancreas, 
And again, the important thing to recognize is I agree in adenocarcinoma, it's not the phase for detecting lesions, but there's so much critical information in terms of staging. Remember with pancreatic cancer, our goal is determining who is and who is not a candidate for Whipple's procedure. It's critical. We're not looking at the mass per se. The mass is easy. The question the surgeon wants to know is binary, yes or no. Can I operate for potential cure or can I operate because tumor has spread? Encasement of SMA or celiac makes the patient unresectable. So it's a very, very critical point. In terms of uh, pancreatic imaging, sometimes people would say maybe we should get a late phase, something at two or three minutes. I really don't see that to be all that helpful. I've never really seen something on those late phase images you don't see early. And in fact, things begin to become isodense. So I don't see any real value in doing late phase imaging. So our protocols, to sum up, rule out pancreatic mass or stage pancreatic cancer, dual phase, arterial and venous, roughly 30 and 60 seconds, routine pancreatitis, 60 to 70 seconds, rule out pancreatitis or look for pancreatic necrosis as well as looking for the possibility of aneurysm or pseudoaneurysm. Then I go to dual phase at about 30 and 70 seconds and that works very nicely. So let me stop there. I will also, before I leave, comment that when we do the dual phase imaging, we do thin sections, 0.75 millimeter thick sections at 0.5 millimeter intervals. We do CT angiographic mapping. That's very critical. Looking at axial images alone really is a great limitation, particularly in pancreatic imaging. And our surgeons expect nothing less. They expect to see 3D maps in arterial phase and venous phase. So let me stop there, and maybe we'll speak a little bit more about the pancreas next time. If not, uh, hopefully I've answered your questions, and have a nice day.